It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Rapine. A lot to get to. We should know who the Bengals' next offensive line coach is later today. Press conference tomorrow with new defensive coordinator Terrell Austin. So you'll hear from him, and I'm hoping to interview him potentially. So we'll see what happens there. Worst case, you will hear from him tomorrow on the podcast. I'm James Rapine on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnBengals.com. We're bracing, we're getting ready, we're gearing up for the offseason, and a ton to get to. We'll have a big announcement as far as the offseason goes. Not today, Wednesday, I think later this week. If not this later this week, next week at the latest, and it's an announcement I think a lot of you are going to like, and it's one that I'm certainly excited about, and it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, not if. But it's great to have you in, and I want to start with something I saw on Twitter a lot that I saw from a lot of different Bengals fans when they were watching the national championship, and it, it was a simple idea. The, the, the championship game where Nick Saban, he swaps out his quarterbacks at halftime, and a lot of people are like, whoa, you see what happens when you decide to play the backup? It's amazing what happens when coaches decide to play the backup. And absolutely, Nick Saban, man, that's why you might be the GOAT. That's why I think NFL teams should offer you five years, $20 million per year. Absolutely should. If, if John Gruden's worth 10, Nick Saban's worth 20, get him there. Like, if I'm Indianapolis, I'd give him $20 million a year to come coach Andrew Luck and the Colts. But to me, looking at that, and then Bengals fans who say, well, Marvin Lewis isn't Nick Saban. Well, duh. <laughs> what? That's stupid. Do, do I watch the Green Bay Packers and say, damn, Aaron Rodgers and Andy Dalton, they're different? Well, obviously. I don't need to say that. I don't need to tweet that. I don't need to do that. Like any time, and I get this a lot now, if I'm critical of Andy Dalton, then listeners, they say, well, why are you so mean to Andy? He's up there with the, yeah, he's like the 20th best quarterback in the NFL. That's what he is. And that's what Marvin Lewis is. So yeah, Nick Saban, the greatest coach in college football history, arguably, probably a top five football coach on earth right now, and that includes NFL and CFL and AFL and any other leagues, XFL, any other leagues that are out there. Does it shock me that Marvin Lewis isn't on Nick Saban's playing field, isn't as smart, doesn't adjust the same way at halftime, isn't afraid to make decisions that other coaches want? No, because he's Nick Saban. He's Nick Saban. And what I want, do I want Marvin Lewis to be more like Nick Saban? Of course. But I want Andy Dalton to be more like Tom Brady. The odds of that happening are it's a, it's a waste of time even discussing, right? Because it's not going to happen. So, yeah, absolutely. I want Marvin Lewis to make more halftime adjustments and change things. But I don't think that that's something 
That's realistic. And, and speaking of Marvin Lewis, I, I caught up with Andrew Hawkins the other day, former Bengal, former Brown, now ESPN analyst, and I asked him about Marvin, if he was surprised about Marvin's return to Cincinnati, and if he thought he could get the job done. Here's what Andrew Hawkins said. Well, I think that was the shocking part, the, the Schefter um, report, and then, you know, I mean, just it just seemed like it was that time, and then after the report, it, like you said, I mean, very rarely does Schefter report something that isn't the case. So, you know, we're just conditioned as people who consume football news to know that when Schefter puts a stamp on something, it's a matter of time before it's true. Um, and so I think everyone just fixed their mind on, you know, getting ready for the post-Marvin Lewis era, and here we are again. So I, I, that's why I was shocked. From a coach's perspective, I am not shocked. And I, I said this before, I think Marvin is still the man for the job. You know, I, I think that Bengals fans, I don't want to call them spoiled because I get it. We all want a playoff win. I understand that. And, you know, but when you are in my shoes, having gone from – Cincinnati franchise and, and the state it was in to going to the Cleveland Browns franchise and going through some of those years and some of those situations, you kind of realize that there's not a lot of options out there and you just get spoiled with, you know, if you, if you keep your eyes on Bill Belichick and five Super Bowls, yes, you're disappointed. But in my perspective, where I've seen the other side of the fence and I've been on the other side of the grass and I can tell you it's not greener. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that's why, in my mind, I still feel like Marvin was the guy for the job. And, um, you know, starting over has traditionally worked really well for him. And, you know, I, I, think he's, I think he's going to be successful, to be honest. He thinks he's going to be successful. And that's great. I hope so. Like, nothing would excite me more. You're talking about a fan, a Bengals fan, that's been a fan since the day he liked football. I rooted for Darnay Scott. Like, that's, that's when I go back. I go back to Jeff Blake, Darnay Scott. Boomer was still around. It was the last year of Boomer. It was 97. That was the first year where I was six years old. I'm 26. And the first year I really remember and, and watch. And then, obviously, the Corey Dillon years. And then it led to Chad Johnson and Marvin Lewis. And then, boom, the Bengals were fun. And nothing would suit this team, would make me more excited than Marvin Lewis getting them not only to a playoff win, but making a deep playoff run. Playing into February and getting to a Super Bowl during the media week. One, because I would go. (laughs) I would go and I would cover the team there. Hell yes, I would. Two, because you look at this and there's absolutely, absolutely, that would be the fitting end. But I've seen it for 15 years. And call me crazy for being skeptical, but Marvin Lewis isn't Nick Saban. Marvin Lewis isn't some of those guys. And you, you know what else occurred to me? Uh, I, and and I'll, I'll explain this. The difference, there, there's one big difference between what Hugh Jackson and Cleveland did by keeping Hugh and what the Bengals did by keeping Marvin Lewis. And we'll get to that in a second But first, a word from MyBookie. The NFL playoffs are finally here, and I want to tell you guys about MyBookie.ag. They're the number one rated online sportsbook with your fantasy football season over. The only way to get your sports and use your sports knowledge to win cash is by betting at MyBookie, the sportsbook that makes it easy to deposit and even easier to cash out your winnings fast. Create your own bet slips. Bet how you want. You, you can bet your friends LeBron will score 30-plus and have 10-plus assists. You can make up your own bet slips. It's awesome. 
They have a great mobile site that I use. I've hit three team parlays during the NFL season. I'll be betting on the on the playoffs this weekend. MyBookie.ag is the place to do it. Join now. MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Just use promo code L O. C-K-E-D-O-N. Again, that's locked on. I spelled it out for you just so you know. Promo code locked on, and you're going to get up to a 50% bonus. Visit mybookie.ag today and bet on the Internet's favorite sports book where you play, you win, and you get paid at mybookie.ag. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in on a Wednesday. Again, on tomorrow's podcast, you'll hear from Bengals defensive coordinator Terrell Austin. We will discuss a multitude of moves. At some point, they're going to announce today. I'm told today they will announce who the new offensive coordinator is. For all the latest news, give me a follow on Twitter, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. Give my Facebook page a like and bookmark LockedOnBengals.com because it's going to be a great resource this offseason through free agency, the draft, the evaluation process, etc. It's going to be the place to be, and it is now. Get ahead of it. Like it. Check out my letter to Marvin Lewis, and if you've checked that out, you know that uh, more stuff like that is coming, and, and a ton will be on that website at LockedOnBengals.com. But, but I teased it before I talked about my bookie, and to me, the, the Bengals and the Browns, it felt so damning when the Bengals kept Marvin Lewis because they kept him genuinely because they think he gives them the best chance to win, and they're comfortable with it. Like, Mike Brown, I'd, I'd, I'll debate all of you on this. I think he wants to win, but he's going to want to win in his box the way he does business. And part of his business is sticking with comfort, is sticking with the guy he's comfortable with who th- he thinks can get them over the top. Now, I've watched him for 15 years, and I don't think Marvin Lewis is the guy, but Mike Brown does. And the difference, when I look up at the Cleveland Browns, the Browns are trying to establish something. Yeah, 0-16, 1-15 the year before. Jimmy Haslam's trying to prove that he's not going to fire a coach who was given an unfair chance. Because then who the hell would want to take that job? He's trying to change the reputation he has of blowing out coaches early. He fired uh, Chudzinski or whoever it was, Rob Chudzinski after one season. Mike Pettin got two years. Mike Pettin's a well-respected coach in the NFL. Two years in Cleveland? I know for a fact Hugh Jackson was told by some of his colleagues not to take the Browns job. Could you imagine if you fired him? Yes, he went 1-31. Yes, Browns fans are so up in arms that he's still there. But could you imagine if you fired him who they would have to go get? Who they would be limited to as far as the coaches go. Josh McDaniels wouldn't go to Cleveland. Matt Patricia wouldn't go to Cleveland. A lot of these coaches wouldn't go to Cleveland. So what Cleveland's doing is, worst case, they keep you for one or two more years and then move on, but they show that they'll stick with the coach and give him a legitimate opportunity. If he goes 2-14 and 14 this year, they'll move on. 
But they're showing, oh, we gave Hugh Jackson three years. He won three games. We had to move on. That'll be their logic. At least this way, it makes them more marketable for the next coach if it gets to that point. And they get their answer with Hugh. As far as Marvin's return goes, I have no idea. I have no, we've seen it for 15 years. 15 years. And I don't know the selling point or the difference or what's going to change. I asked Marvin Lewis what was going to change. You heard that last week here on the podcast. I just don't understand how Mike genuinely looks at this and says Marvin Lewis is the best we can do. After 15 seasons, same results, 13 wins over the past two years. I don't understand it. And yes, the front office has failed him. Yes, they, Mike hasn't done his job, which is keep the best players around the past couple of years. This team is missing Marvin Jones, is missing Andrew Whitworth, is missing Kevin Zeitler. But at the end of the day, if you think Marvin Lewis is the best coach for the Bengals, and some do. Hell, Andrew Hawkins said it. And I believe Andrew. I don't think Andrew's just caping up for his coach. That ain't him. That's not him. I, I've talked to him off the field, on the field. I've known him for a while now. Andrew Hawkins wouldn't have said that if he doesn't believe it. It's just interesting, man. I hope it happens. I hope it gets it done. And I, I hope Terrell Austin and the, the coordinator change there, defensive coordinator, helps. I hope they generate a lot more turnovers. I hope the front office gives Marvin every single asset and tool and resource he needs to be successful. And my God, I hope he is successful. I just don't see it. You can email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. Please, please, please. Subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're at it, give us a review on iTunes. Get, please, five stars recommended. Yeah, I, I read all of your words. We got a bunch of reviews up there on, on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Uh, a review with five stars would be certainly, certainly welcomed here as we get into the offseason because I promise there's so much that we're going to do. Player features. Just, just an idea. You like film. Like, you listen to this podcast, you're, you're a pretty big Bengals fan, right? You, you, all across the country, we have listeners outside of the, the United States that listen as well because they're Bengals fans, and they want their daily fix. Well, LockedOnBengals.com is going to give you that fix with the draft, with free agency, feature stories, uh, different videos, and a look at these draft prospects. Nowhere else will we dive into the Bengals draft to the Bengals offseason, like here daily on the podcast and at LockedOnBengals.com. So this is the place, if you're a Bengals fan, to get peel back the curtain, get inside info, get the latest Bengals news, insight, and more on a daily basis between the podcast and the website. It's been great to have you. I'm James Erpine. Give us a follow on Twitter, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. Subscribe, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, megaphone wherever you get podcasts and until next time until tomorrow when we will hear from Bengals defensive coordinator Terrell Austin I'm James Erpine this has been the Locked On Bengals podcast
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.